This is Real Love Now, a ministry outreach of Pastor Don Allen in the Church at War Hill. As with every aspect of our ministry, the purpose of this broadcast is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him and His children, and discover your destiny now. Here's the message from Pastor Don Allen. Romans chapter 8, verse number 10. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the joy of the Lord. God, I ask you to move in this house, move in who we are. Help us to become what you called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Romans chapter 8, verse number 10 reads like this. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, The Spirit gives life or gives you life because you have been made right with God. Amen. Now, look, I want to talk to you this morning about the power to infect your atmosphere. You know, I ran into one of the the ladies of the church the other day, and and I said, how are you doing? She said, I'm not good. I'm sick. And I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I ran into her husband earlier today, and I said, how are you doing? He said, I'm not good. I, I, I got something from my wife. What was happening on the inside of her affected something on the outside of her, okay? And you need to understand what happens on the inside of you affects what's happening in the atmosphere on the outside of you. And I, I, I want to be determined to, to, to change the atmosphere. I want to be determined to, to create the right atmosphere around me so that, that it's an atmosphere of expectancy, so that it's an atmosphere of the move of God, so it's an, an atmosphere that, that, is, that is right with the presence of God. You know, when you, you ever been around somebody, you're having a great day and they walk in and there's an atmosphere on the inside of them that, that just kind of, just kind of spills out all over you and it, it just messes up your day. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're just, everything's going good and they walk in and you're like, why did you even come? They come in with something wrong happening on the inside of them that affects the atmosphere outside of them. And we've got to make a determination. We're, we're running around wondering where God is, where God is, where God is. It's time for us to set a mirror up and start looking inside of us and start saying, God, I want you to start moving in me so that you begin to affect the atmosphere outside of me. Would that not be amazing that if you were giving somebody something more than a cold? If somebody got around you and all of a sudden they started feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit and they go, whoa, I don't know what that is. What is that? And you say, that's God working on the inside of me, trying to get on the inside of you and an atmosphere change that will occur. You know, I told a story on Christmas Eve that I didn't mean for it to come out on Christmas Eve, but it was, it just so has a hold of my life. Uh, one of the, the sisters in this church, uh, uh, in this service actually gave me a book last year, and it was a book about a young a soldier that had died uh, of pneumonia, actually, and he died, and how then, uh, he told about going to heaven, and, and then, and how he had changed his life, and he was interviewing a, another man later in life, and as he was interviewing this man, this man had been a prisoner in a, a Nazi concentration camp. And when he went in, just like everybody else, they strip him down, they take everything they have, and he watched as they murdered his, his wife and his daughter, his children. He begged them, begged them, kill me along with my family, kill me, kill me, kill me with my family. And they refused because he spoke German and he could be an interpreter for them. And all of that began to grab hold of who he was and began to, to bring him down. And one day he made a decision. He made the decision that he was going to forgive them and he was going to love them and he was going to become a blessing in the middle of that concentration camp. 
So when the liberators came and they, they entered the concentration camp, they, they saw the, the horrible form that so many of the people were in, but they found those men in one area had been affected differently, and, and they found this one man, he was healthy and he was strong, and they maybe suspected that somehow he had began to uh, uh, sell out to the Germans somehow, that maybe somehow he had, he had uh, been receiving extra care, but, but when, they, when they interviewed him, they discovered that it wasn't what they had done outside of him because he'd been treated the same way as everybody else, but God had done a work on the inside of him that had begun to not only affect him, but all of those around him because he decided, I will not allow the atmosphere out there to change the atmosphere in here. And I'm looking for somebody this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. I'm looking for somebody this morning who will plant their feet and realize that if Jesus Christ lives within me, I have the ability to change the atmosphere out here because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead also works in me. I feel this this morning. Amen. Now look, nobody's, nobody's going to be upset with you if you get excited about what God's doing in your life. Amen. Matter of fact, nobody's going to be upset with you if you say a good, long, strong amen ever so often. Amen. Now I feel this. You know, that about 50 years ago, they did a test. And, and this test, uh, they took three men and they gave them each a, a PSI pressure tester. And they, they t- put it in their hands and they told them to squeeze with all that's in them. And each one of those men, on average, could squeeze 110 pounds of pressure. 110 pounds of pressure uh, came out of their hand. They took those same three men that, on average, squeezed 110 pounds of pressure, and they began to put their minds through a series of, uh, of situations. And they began to make them feel vulnerable. And they began to, 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 to make their minds uh, uh, lose some touch with uh, their present reality. And as they began to do that, they began to tell them, you can't uh, do this. You're not strong enough. You can't do what you used to do. You're, you're not able to do that anymore. And, and when they were in the height of that place, that they, they'd heard all those lies. They gave them that PSI thing back. And on average, the men who had, had squeezed it 110% were now squeezing it 29%. Only 29 pounds of pressure, excuse me, 29 pounds of pressure. They went from way up there till it knocked it all the way down because why? They had begun to believe a lie because of the vulnerable state that they were in. They weren't thinking about what was in them. They were allowing the, the outside influences to infect them. So they took those same men and they began to build them up. They began to to restore their strength. They began to encourage them. They began to tell them they could do better. And the very same men all of a sudden went from the ones who had squeezed 110 and then it could only squeeze 29. Now they went to 145 pounds of pressure. Why? Because they began to believe what somebody was speaking into them. They began to believe the truth that somebody was speaking into them. Now this is important to us because you see, the mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. Some of you feel like you've been held down, pushed back, and you see it as a real block, but you don't understand. It is nothing more than something to fall because it is an imagination that has exalted itself against God in your life. And God's wanting to bring you through and bring you out, but the problem is you're believing the lie of the devil. It's time for you to start believing the promise of God. Who do you believe more? The one who lies to you and tries to destroy you, or the one who went to a cross and said it is finished so that you could have your victory amen amen you know to quote somebody of the world but henry ford said it this way whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right i thought that was pretty good you're right and see some of you been telling yourself i can't i can't be free this year some of you had some stuff that beats you down can i can i get an amen about that 
And you think you can't get rid of them. You think you can't beat them. You think they've marked your life and they've destroyed you. The problem is you believe the lie of the devil because the devil tells you you're not strong enough. You'll never be able to. Your mama did it. Your daddy did it. You're always going to do it. But what you're not hearing me this morning is there is one who is inside of you who enables you. And if you'll begin to believe what he said on the inside of you, it's going to begin to infect the atmosphere outside of you. See, those men lost their strength or gained strength based upon what they believed. And when I first read that study, I didn't see the significance right away, but then I began to realize it's extremely relevant to our lives. Because admitted or not, we are affected by what makes us vulnerable and what we believe. Our enemy throws everything he can our way to shake our faith, to make ourselves not believe in ourselves, and most of all, to make us not believe in God. And before long, we're not, on, we're not only not only living up to our potential, we're, we're doubting our potential and we're doubting God's promises. We start losing ground. We start losing battles. And we don't even feel like we are where we were some years ago. The losses are not the result of our inability, but rather they are the result of our losing confidence because of the lies and the failures. Listen to me now. The lies and the failures that make us feel more vulnerable. But it is important for you to realize that the truth remains the truth no matter what you've been through. The truth does not change. And in a different version, Romans 8.10 says it this way, but if Christ is in you. And that is the question. Is Christ inside of you? You have to make that decision. Are you going to walk with Jesus Christ inside of you? And if Jesus Christ is inside of you, this same Spirit that did the work in Christ and raised Him from the dead is also going to work inside of you. I love the way the message translation says this. Let me, let me read it to you. It's a little lengthy, but let me read it to you. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, He'll do the same thing in you that He did in Jesus, bringing you alive to Himself. Because when God lives and breathes in you, and He does as surely as He did in Jesus, you are delivered from the dead life. With His Spirit living in your body, you will be as alive as Christ. So don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? Man, I love that line. We don't owe yesterday anything. Yesterday tells you you're going to have to carry this the rest of your life. Jesus says the opposite. He says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. The devil tells you you're always going to be stained this way. But you believe that lie and you'll go through your whole life carrying the mark of, 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 of a red letter upon your chest. But it's time for you to tear that thing off and say you don't understand. The red's not on my chest. It's in my heart heart because the blood of Jesus Christ has washed me and made me clean. Amen. I love what this says here. It says there's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is give the old life a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's Spirit beckons because there are things to do and places to go. There are things in your life that God wants to do in you. Can I get an amen for that this morning? There are places that God wants you to go and God's trying to do something in you. The question is, who are you going to believe? We must believe that God is for us and that Christ is in us. And because God is for us and Christ is in us, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Am I making sense to anybody today? So who are you going to believe? The, the enemy or your king? Are you going to believe the Word of God? Because the Word of God says you are more than a conqueror. 
The Word of God doesn't call you a failure. The Word of God doesn't call you half saved or, or halfway free. You're either bound or you're free. And the Word of God says you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. If Jesus Christ is in you, Pastor Don, you don't understand. I don't have what it takes. This has knocked me down my whole life. That's the problem. You fought it. But it's the one who is now in you that wants to fight through you, who wants to bring you through and bring you out and cause you to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We struggle because we can't believe we're more than a conqueror because most of us don't feel like a conqueror. We feel like a failure. Amen. I'm a pastor, but I deal with all kinds of temptations. And as a father, I feel like I fail more than I win. And as a husband, I feel more like a chump than a, than a, a shining knight. Come on now. I've struggled. I go through things. But I have to make the same decision that you do. Before I came to bring you this message this morning, it was like hell said, you're not preaching that today. You're not going to do that. And before I could even get out of my house, I stopped three times and I said, "By in the name of Jesus Christ, I am this. I began to declare the favor of God, the blessings of God. I had to make a decision. Will I believe the lies of the devil or will I believe the word of God? And I made that decision that I wasn't going to stop, but I was coming out by the blood of the lamb. Amen. What you believe on the inside affects what happens around you. We have to live in the faith of God. Well, Pastor Don, I don't know if I can have faith. Well, then you're not a Christian. Because Christianity is all based on faith. We have to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. We have to believe that. If He was dead, then all this is a lie. If he's dead, then why do we celebrate? Why do we sing? Why are we not at home laying up with all the rest of them? Come on. We got up this morning. Somebody go, I just don't know. I just don't know. You must know something because you got up this morning and you got dressed and you came to God's house and you stood there and you're looking around and you go, I just don't feel it. I don't feel it. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. It's not what's happening out here because I felt it. It's what's happening in here. And it's time for us to make up our minds. I believe I'm a powerful child of God. I believe the Holy Spirit is for me. I believe the anointing of God is for me. And I'm going to do something in here that will affect out here. Amen. But I feel this. You have to believe God's promises. Not only do you believe that God is with us, you also also believe when you're in trouble. John 16.33 Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. When you are lonely, you need to believe Hebrews 13.5 For He hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. And that is one of the greatest tools of the devil. He'll come to you and tell you nobody cares. Nobody sees where you are. And you can sit there and you can believe the lie all day long. Oh, you're right. You're right. Nobody loves me. Nobody noticed. I walked through life and nobody saw me. Or you can begin to quote the Word of God. Enemy, you don't understand. Everybody else may think I'm insignificant. They may see me out and leave me out of the party. But God calling me to his house and God's chosen me and God's going to anoint me as his child because why? He's never left me. He's never forsaken me and I will overcome by the power and the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You need to remember the promise that when you feel like you've lost your way, Proverbs 16 and 9, but the Lord determines our steps. Here's part of our problem. We've lost a simple truth that even Hollywood knows. Movies have been made and triumphs have been won because of this. How many of you saw a, a, a ball game this weekend? Anybody see a ball game this weekend? Most of y'all are Christians. Amen. Come on. Amen. You saw a ball game and a lot of the folks, when you watch, if you'll look, some of them will have a number 
an extra number, not their number, somewhere on their jersey or on their helmet. Now, to us, we understand that that represents maybe a sick teammate or, or somebody that they loved or have some initials somewhere. Uh, when, when the team owners die, they put their initials a lot of times for the rest of that season on there. And this is what they say. They say, you got to understand, we're playing for somebody else. You see, we see it as a sign of respect, but they see it as they're no longer playing for themselves. Now they are playing for somebody else. If we as the church would begin to realize that if Christ is in us, then we are not playing for ourselves. We are battling for another. We are pushing forward for another. We would stop being satisfied with halfway faith. We would step up and realize everything I do, every move I make will bring glory unto God. And we would realize Galatians 2 and 20, for my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Amen. You see, when we live with Christ, we no longer strive to please people. We want to please God. The Latin Vulgate translates Psalm 119 and 6 this way, I shall please the Lord in the land of the living. I want to please you, God. I want to please you. We're standing on the precipice of a, of a ripe new year. There are things before us that we, we've never seen these days before. We, we, we can determine this to be a year of victory. We can determine this a year of victory in Christ. But we have to make a decision. Will we play for the crowd to say, woo, woo, woo? Will we play for our fans to pat us on the back? Or will we become determined to tune our ears into a set of nail-scarred hands? And as they begin to applaud within us, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter who else goes with me. All I need to know is Jesus is inside of me going, come on, son, I believe in you. Come on, son, you can overcome on that. You can overcome by my power, by my spirit. I have created you to do something greater. Amen. I'm fired up this morning. I understand that. But I feel what's within me because too many of us, we can go into this year going, yeah, here we are. Man, last year was bad. I, I want something better. I want something better. I want something better. But until you allow him to do something better in you, you're not going to get anything better. But as he begins to do something better in you, you better watch out because the atmosphere will be affected by what's happened in you and God's going to move you to new places in him. Amen. Come on, give God some praise this morning. You begin to listen for the, the clap of those nail-scarred hands inside of you, that, the applause of Jesus. You'll be able to push back the lies of the devil. And you'll begin to want to please your Savior with everything that's in you. How many of you want to bring glory unto your King? Then you need to let Him do something in you so that then you can do something through Him out of you. My goodness, I don't know where this just came from, but most of our problem is there's too much of us in here and not enough of Him in there. You don't understand my past. You don't understand my pains. You don't understand. No, 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 no. I know we all have gone through. We all have scars. I'll, I'll meet with people who've been through things that I've been through. They're like, you don't understand. This happened. This happened. I said, let me tell you, in the same vein, what happened to me? And I'll lay it all out in front of them. I'll, I'll lay it all out. And they go, why are you still doing what you're doing? I'll say, because of what he's done inside of me. You know what the biggest problem is? You know why preachers need an amen every so often? not because we like them. Well, some of us do. Because I don't care. I mean, I've been preaching 30 years. I don't care who, what it, you need to know that people are receiving something. You need to know that somebody believes what you're preaching. See, here's the thing. 
Some of you don't know if you have anybody that believes in you or not. All you can hear is the people who told you you were going to fail. All you can hear is your stepdaddy who was jealous over, over your love between you and your mama telling you you were worthless. All you can hear is the people who were jealous of what God did in you and so they started criticizing you. All you can hear is that, that, that loser you had enough backbone to walk away from telling you, you you're, you're dumb and you're stupid and you're never going to mount to anything. And, and all you can hear are the lies of the devil that people issued towards you. But what you've got to understand is you need somebody that believes in you. You need somebody that believes in who you are even when you don't believe in yourself. And I want to tell you who that is. His name is Jesus. As a matter of fact, he not only believes in you, he sent promises to confirm how he believes in you, that you will live and not die, that you will prosper that he created you for a reason, that he anointed you. And when he called you, he didn't make a mistake because his call is without repentance. Am I preaching truth? What you need is a Jesus to believe in you. And he's standing ready to confirm that in your life. I didn't see this, what I'd written earlier this way, but it just says that's who Jesus is. And that's what Jesus does. That's who my Jesus is. He believes in you. He believes in you. When the devil tells you you're worthless, he says you're worth it all. When the devil tells you that you've blown it, your credit is, is, is maxed out, Jesus says paid in full. You'll not have a different year if you don't allow Jesus to make you different on the inside. You will commit yes today's sins this year unless you allow Jesus to change you on the inside. It will happen. I'm telling you, it will happen. But if you allow, but if Christ is in you, this same Spirit worketh also in you. The power of the Holy Spirit to change your life. Change who you are. How many want God to change you this year like never before? Can I see your hand? God, you see our hearts. My hand is with them. Do a new work within us, oh God. Change us. Cleanse us by the blood of the Lamb. Make us yours. This same Spirit, oh God, in us. If Christ is in us. The flesh dies and the Spirit lives. Holy Spirit of the living God. With every head bowed and every eye closed. I thought I was going one way, but I, somewhere, but I, I, I feel this right now. If you, if you say, Pastor Don, I need God to help me affect a certain, I mean, a specific atmosphere. There's some, there's an atmosphere that you need changed. And I'm willing to let God do in me what He needs to do so that atmosphere can be changed. You're not changing the atmosphere. You're letting God change you to change the atmosphere. If that's you, can I see your hand? I want to pray for you. Father, we're, we're literally lifting our hands as a, as a marker here. We need you to change that atmosphere. To change it. To affect it. To make a difference for your glory. Do in us what must be done so that it will do in that atmosphere what must be done. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My God, my God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Put your hands down for just a moment. Quickly, as I'm going to scan this crowd, this service is going to be a thing of the past. If you're here today and you say, Pastor Don, I need God to do the ultimate work in my life. I want Jesus to come into my life. I want to either make him my Savior or recommit my life to him completely today. If that's you, what better way to start the year? That's what invites him in you. You must believe that God raised him from the dead and that he is Lord. That simple. Repent of your sins. Be willing to let the one who comes in you change you forever. If that's you this morning, I just want to pray with you the same way that I pray with these hand raised and we're not going to embarrass anybody. But If that's you, so today's the day I want Jesus to come to live in my life as my Savior. Can I see your hand right where you are? Over the pot. Thank you. Thank you. A couple gentlemen this morning respond. Are there others? Today's the day. Thank you. Are there others? There's the three that have responded today. Are there others? Just hold them up high. Hold them up high. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take hands with the person next to you. You don't know they may be one of the ones that had their hand lifted up. Let's pray this prayer of faith. The prayer of faith makes a difference in your life. Come on, let's pray together. Jesus, by faith, I believe your promise. Father, forgive me. You see my sins, my past, my present, and my future. I give it all to you. Jesus, by faith, I invite you into my life. Change who I am. In Jesus' name, I receive God's grace. God's favor from this moment forward all that I am belongs to God in Jesus name God is my father heaven is my home this matter is settled amen and amen now come on give God a praise this morning hallelujah today's word from Pastor Don Allen to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him all over again, and live out your destiny now. To learn more about our pastor and the ministry of the church at Warhill, join us online at warhill.com. Then join us in worship at one of our North Georgia locations. Service times are Sundays at 815, 930, and 11 a.m., where you will find real love now.